Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. really excited to introduce y'all to Reva today. Reva is a member of our virtual studio, Curvy Monthly, and is a really dear heart that I've enjoyed getting to know there. I am super delighted that she decided to join us today to tell us about her yoga journey. Welcome, Reva. Thank you, Anna. So I'm curious, what brought you to yoga? I have tried yoga a couple of times throughout my life, and I never really felt comfortable. I always felt like it was something I should do. Like, everybody always tells you, this is good for you, um, and you should do it. And I always kind of sense, like, oh, this would be something good to do, but I never really clicked with it a lot through mm-hmm. the other times that I tried um, in my teenage years that I tried to do it. And uh, I think it was because I was definitely coming from a mindset of, not really um, joyful movement, but exercise. Oh, yeah. That I was really Relate. Yep. coming at it that approach, and I think that's why it wasn't really successful for me before. And then uh, this past year, I really dedicated myself uh, to my journey of body, positive, body positivity. I actually didn't even know what that term meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really lived in a place of body shame, Um, and I was doing, trying to do a running program, trying to do a walk-run kind of program, and I saw that you had been a guest blog, uh, doing a guest blog spot for this running program, Um, and I liked what you had read or written, and so I decided to check out Curvy Yoga, and I thought maybe this might be something a little bit different. I might give this another try. Mm. So there was a sample video. There was like a shorter video that was on the website that you could do for free. And so I did that video and I felt really comfortable with it and felt like it was a really different approach than a lot of the other attempts I had made at yoga. Mm. And along your journey of body positivity, what tools have you found? What's been really useful for you? I would say... Probably one of my very first lessons that I got from Curvy Yoga was the fact that modifications are okay. Oh, yeah. That if I need additional support or I need to do something different, then that's just because my body is unique. doesn't mean that my body is less. Right. So that was definitely something that really has been a tool that I've used from the very start of uh, accepting my body's abilities and things that my body needs to change and really kind of having more acceptance for my body in that way. Uh, Also having a lot of compassion. I think I didn't have a word for 2015. I have one for 2016, but looking back, Mm. I feel like compassion was my word for 2015. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice to be able to look back and see what was informing the year. Yeah, I really felt like that was something that I needed to give myself because I really set up a lot of uh, boundaries as far as what I thought yoga had to be Mm -hmm. and what my practice had to be 
So learning to give myself a lot of compassion and practice when I needed to practice and do what my body needed to do and really have respect for that was really important that I learned in 2015. Well, and it sounds like this compassionate approach has allowed you to create a practice that works for you that sounds like it's pretty sustainable. Is that right? That is. This is the longest I've ever sustained any movement practice. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I usually tap out around like three months. Yeah, I'm usually, I was usually months. like three weeks. So <laughs> I can push myself for a while, but now I'm actually coming from a place of um, really respect for myself and my body and giving myself space to do whatever it needs to do uh, and really working as a team with my body. I definitely feel like I've built a relationship with my body over the past year. Yeah, and how does that show up for you off the mat? Where, do you, where else do you notice that? Uh, I notice that all the time throughout the day, that I am almost like able to have a conversation with myself. Like an uh, online dialogue? Yeah, internally that I think about um, really how am I, how am I actually feeling? And I stop and I kind of talk to myself about how I'm feeling, whether it's times when I might have a headache and not know it. Mm. That was something that happened to me a lot in the past was I didn't realize that I actually legitimately didn't feel good. Right. Um, that also plays a lot into, um, helping me eat intuitively because I'm definitely working with myself as a partner on that. And I think just my health in general, like my body and I, we're a team. We want to work together now. Oh my gosh. How does that feel to be in that place compared to what you were describing earlier about being in a place of body shame? I really feel much more in control now. I feel really empowered that um, I really before felt like other people had a say in my body and how I should take care of my body and what was right for me, and I felt really disconnected. Like yeah. my body was this other person that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah. And now I feel like we are a team. I am the one driving this vehicle, and... <laughs> And I have a lot more involvement with myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels really good and empowering to know that I'm not um, really, I'm really in control of myself and know that I can trust myself too. That was something else that came out of that was trust that I can take care of myself. I don't need to listen to all these other people. I really do know what's best for me and I had to stop and listen, and that's how yoga's really helped me be able to listen to what I need. Yeah, I love that language you're using of team and partner and collaboration. It sounds like you, like you said, have kind of integrated with your body in a way that maybe didn't feel like you were before and that you can use that to move forward. Definitely. Um, Another way that's really helped me is as far as going to the doctor Mm. and actually being able to really manage my health as far as with a doctor. Because that can be a really difficult thing. Yeah, it's scary to go in there for sure. Yeah, um, and they, you know, tell you what's best for you. And I recently started going to a new doctor 
And because I was paying attention to my body and feeling more empowered, I was able to start off a good relationship with this doctor, knowing that my doctor would be part of this team that I had built with myself. Um, and I really use that as support, that relationship for support, um, not just with my doctor, but how I engage with other people too, actually. Ah, it sounds like you kind of got some, I don't know, what would be a good way to put it? Clarity of boundaries or how you want the relationship to be? Definitely. Because mm-hmm. as I said, everybody really had a say in my body uh, yeah. as far as what I should eat or how I should exercise or everything that had to do with my yeah. body. Everybody else had an input and say, and I really felt like that's how people viewed me was mm. they saw whatever they thought of my body first. And yeah. people weren't really like seeing who I am. Right. So having that relationship that I've built with myself internally, spiritually, my body has really helped me decide what I want people to see in me and how I want to control relationships that I have with people, that I want my relationships to be based on other things, not my body uh, and what they think of my body. So that's really helped me create a lot of boundaries with my family, friends, a lot of boundaries in my life with different people and really improved my relationships in a lot of ways. Oh, my gosh, that is nothing short of life-changing right there. It really was. <laughs> I, I don't think that I, I'm very blessed that I have really actually positive relationships with a lot of my family members that I wouldn't have if I didn't feel connected to my body and really um, have this body-positive attitude that I have now and standing up for myself. Because mm, you feel like you can be in better relationship now that you've kind of let them know how you want to be interacting with them. Yes. Because yeah. before, I was at the mercy of whatever somebody would say to me or whatever comment they would make on my body. Right. That was really impactful on me, and I internalized that. And that impacted the rest of how our um, visit would go whenever right. I was with my, was, whenever I was with my um, family. And... I really took a stand for that, and I was like, no, this is who I am. But it was also a lot of me putting myself out there, showing them the other parts of me and being more open. So in some ways, I had to create boundaries, but in other ways, I had to be actually more forthright with who I actually am, my personality and my interests, and be more open to sharing those things with them as well. Right. Yeah, you had to put up some boundaries and open some doors. Yes. Yeah. So it's really healed a lot of relationships that I never would have thought would be in the kind of place that they are now. Wow. Yeah, your journey has taken you so many places. This is amazing. It's I'm really... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm wondering what's up for you now. What's the kind of growing edge in your yoga and in your body acceptance journey? That is a really interesting question and something that I've really thought a lot about at the end of 2015. Um, that's about the time that I started this journey. Uh, I started it, it was around my birthday in December when I started this journey, um, mm-hmm. and I was really in a really dark place, which can actually be a, a gift, a starting point. Um, it had been about a year, and I just couldn't believe the changes that I went through in that year that I really just let happen 
Um, and I grew so much and I just felt so grateful and full and satisfied from all of these changes. And I was like, how do I go into next year? Mm. Like I've accomplished all these amazing things. What do I do next? Cause I'm so used to always having these challenges ahead of me. I was right. like, what do I do from here? And I talked with Chrissy, my yoga teacher about it. And we did some practices that kind of focused on that. And we talked a lot about grounding before you reach. Mm. So the one thing that I really stuck with um, was this idea of grounding and feeling solid and then continuing to reach from there. Uh, and thinking about what I can reach for now. Uh, and I just really am thinking about continuing to grow and support myself because I don't know how much more growing I have. I have no idea how much right. more I'm capable of. And it's really exciting to feel that way that I can really go after anything um, and also trying to enjoy everything that I've created for myself now. So I decided that my word for the year this year is vibrant. Ah, I love it. Because I feel like my life is really colorful. I have all these friends and family, and I just feel like it's full of vibrant colors. And I just want to live in that and soak it all up and continue, though, to grow and see what's next around the corner that I can discover. Yeah, you've created such a beautiful life for yourself. I love that you're just like, I want to just soak this up. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen? <laughs> I, never, I never would have thought before that I could be at this point where I wasn't stressed about dieting and about chasing after this thing, and I never thought that I could find this sense of peace and happiness in my life and I am just enjoying it right now. It's so amazing how much mental space is freed up when we let that go, isn't it? Oh my gosh, yes. That is, I think, what keeps women suppressed. Yes. Think about how much time we as women put into, that's something actually that my nutritionist taught me, but think mm. about how much time as women we put into hating our body. Yeah. How much more we are capable of if we let that go. I know all the time, all the money, all the stress. Yeah, there's just so much at your fingertips when you have that back to you. Yeah, I am capable of so many things and really am able to go after things that interest me and develop other skills and really fill my day with happier and better things that I'm not so focused on the stress of constantly worrying about my body. Oh, my gosh. I hope you'll keep us updated. <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to want to hear how it continues oh, to thank you. for you. <laughs> well, I want to ask you one final question. I think people will be interested to know. So if you do ever have times now where some of those negative body thoughts pop in or whatever along those lines, do you have a go-to yoga pose or practice or strategy that you use in that moment? It could be yoga-related or not. Um, I have some, well, actually one of the mantras that I think of when I get that stress, there are a couple things that I, that I do. One of the things that first pops in my head is I really do love the practice of I am enough. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a matter of me saying it to myself. Yeah. 
just reminding myself that I am enough. I don't have to do anything else. That I am here and I am breathing and I am a perfect whole being that deserves happiness. Yeah, I agree. That right there is like, (laughs) says it all so beautifully. (laughs) Yeah. I just have to say it and really remind myself of that. Um, And also, again, going back to compassion, knowing that this is my journey. Um, Over the summer when I did have some struggles because it hasn't been, you know, really it's a different road for everybody. And I've had a lot of struggles, too, over the past year as I've really figured this all out. And one of my struggles was this expectation of I should be in this other place by now. Ah, yes. So really giving myself that compassion of this is my journey and everybody's journey looks something different and I'll be wherever I need to be and right now this is where I need to be. Yeah, I think that is also such an empowering piece. For me at least that was was and is, I'll say, extremely transformative to remember that all the kind of all of these life journeys like they naturally ebb and flow. I want it to be super linear, and I try to make it linear sometimes. Uh, but when I remember this is just the nature of how it goes, it really makes me relax and feel like, okay, yeah, right. Of course, there's going to be ebbs and flows and twists to the side and all kinds of stuff like that. But overall, I can see how different I'm feeling than I used to. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. I feel like people are going to be really feeling inspired in their own lives thanks to you doing that. Thank you. I never, a year ago even, I wouldn't think that I had accomplished, could have accomplished what I have in the past year. So I think uh, I definitely made hopefully an example of not knowing what you're capable of. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much more we all can do that, that we want, that's for sure. Definitely. So I never would have thought I was capable of making all these changes and having this life that I have now. So I'm really grateful for the experience that I've had and continue to have. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at CurvyYoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself, exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.